parked in turn one is back again. It's Jason, a.k.a. Captain Novice. And as always, I got my man Bo with me. Bo, what's going on? Not much, Jason. How are you doing this evening? I'm well. I'm well. Had a had a good weekend. Uh, we had some great racing that I didn't get to watch until Tuesday, but I did watch it um, and managed to get through the weekend with no spoilers because I was so focused on what I was doing on track there. But um, what we saw this weekend was a bunch of good races. I think we had some real moves in the championship done, and I have... We also have big news coming out of MotoGP, so I mean, we had a lot to get to. Uh, what do you say we just get to it? Yeah, that sounds good. For, good to me. Like you said, there's a lot to unpack. Big weekend of racing. Lots of lots of stuff happening off track too. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's get started. I mean, we started with the Moto3 race, and you know, you you have said before. I mean. This was not the weekend of the rookies. Tell everybody about it. Yeah, I mean, th this was kind of what I saw across all three classes, um, you know, just kind of as a big blanket statement to cover everything. You know, I uh, really didn't see a strong, strong rookie showing uh, like we have all season long. Um, Izan Guevara in Moto3 was kind of the exception to that. Um, you know, he was two seconds off of the lead, or excuse me, off of the win at, um, at in the Moto3 class. But, um, I mean, by and large, the rookies just, just seem to struggle a bit this weekend. Um, we know that Silverstone is a fast-flowing, big track. Um, so, uh, you know, that I don't know how much that really had to play into it. But, but speaking specifically to the Moto3 class, um, I, I mean, there was one word that I wrote down for uh, Fanati, and that was just he dominated the entire weekend. You know, what did you feel about Man. this Moto3 class? Yeah, I, I, so I did watch some of the the qualifying and the and the practices, and man, Fanati came with it. He came to Silverstone ready to go. And let, let right now, the record was Romano Fanati. Second place was Nico Antonelli, which is a great return for Nico. I mean, that's it's almost as good as it gets. And good Fagia shows up, gets on the podium, um, but Fanati now. Fanati has been really in good form and sneaky good form these last few races. And I'm wondering, you know, what exactly happened. I don't really know, but he seems to be in a good place mentally. You know, we, mm -hmm. we've mentioned him a couple of times. We know we had that little spat with his teammate a few weeks ago. But man, right now, he seems to be on his game and at Silverstone. He was he was a world beater. I mean, really, he really was. It was it was impressive to watch. Yeah, Nicolo Antonelli really was the only rider that was trying to take it to him during the race, and you know, he, he kept just, it close until the end. There, yeah, he just kept putting the laps in, you know, and then he started, you know, and I think uh, Nicolo finally thought, you know, listen, th this is. You know, I've not had the best luck recently. I need to see a right. podium. You know, I need to see a checkered flag, and you know, it's going to be a second place. So I, I think he just decided, you know, all right, don't throw it away, don't throw it into the weeds, and just yeah, bring absolutely. home, bring the bike home, put it up on the podium, and and you know, keep fighting for next week. So, um, and that's the right decision. Absolutely, it yeah, a hundred percent. But like you said, you know, Fast Fazio decided to show up this weekend. Um, I thought he's he's on Guevara had it. You know, I thought he was going to uh, to be that second place close. winner. Yeah, he one more lap and he was he would have gotten him. Yeah, he was he was fast at the end of the race. Really, so you know, 
but let's not. I want to talk about Guevara, Guevara, but I, I really, uh, I just, I just don't know what got into Fanati this weekend. I mean, he just, he, you, you wrote dominant, you said down, but that there's no other way to describe it. He looked like the best rider in the class by a mile here at Silverstone. Yeah, maybe this track just. Just suits his style. Well, because you know, we have he not always, seen him do that in a weekend before. Well, you know, he always takes really different lines than anybody else does. He always has a yeah. He's real, a fun. He's fun to watch for sure. Real big, odd-looking sweeping line, and you know, this is a track that kind of facilitates. That is the line at this track almost. You know, it's you know all the way through you know the first turn one, and then into Maggots and Beckets, and you know, and all these line this these lines around this track. It's a nice big sweeping you know, corner and he carries tons of corner speed. He's good back on it. And then he, you know, he was telling these guys, you don't need to wait for a toe. You don't have to wait on that. You can do this fast lap by yourself. And he turned on, he showed him that, you know, I think he broke the track record, uh, geez, whiz, um, the track record this weekend as well. Um, so uh, I mean, having a stroke a little bit, man, it's been a long day. (laughs) No, I, I would, I'm with you. I like everything you said. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the thing about qualifying because that we have we have ranted about that before, right? We really have, and and it and it just goes to show you that it can be done. And I'm glad that he did that. And I was also impressed that you were calling out corner names. You know what? I know corner names too. Woodcut. So whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I think um, I think for me the biggest just the biggest thing was just this consistency throughout the weekend. But he was consistently better. You know, when you saw guys like Garcia and Acosta that have been at the front all year, even though they're, you know, Acosta's a rookie, he's been at the front all year. And then he's starting, he qualified way down in 20, um, what was that? Uh, let's see. Let me figure that out. Yeah, so he qualified way down there in the order. And and it was, man, where was it? It was way down there. I got to keep 22nd. scrolling. He started 22nd. There you go, 22nd. So he started 22nd, and Garcia started behind that, correct? Am right. I wrong? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Garcia and so started And so that was 24th. really shocking to me. And and But on the first lap, those two guys were aggressive, and they moved a ton of spots. And they're Sunday men, too, but mm-hmm. they moved a ton of spots, you know, and, and got up there. Uh, it, it was a crazy first few laps with the, all the moves and the chop and the hard charging and i mean that's really what makes moto three so much fun to watch though so it's like yeah absolutely they're gonna throw a move these guys are they feel like they're indestructible they're gonna throw a move but it, it but it was it was it was great racing but once renmano got to the front it was it, he wasn't letting go of it you're right about antonelli antonelli ran a great race just to keep it there for as long as he did, and I think he even had designs on, you know, throwing a move a time or two, but Fanati was just too strong. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you say was, once once Fanati got to the front, you know, well, Fanati got a great start from pole position and never yeah. looked back. So, uh, you know, and, and right. like I said, I think, you know, like you're, you're right, you know, Antonelli probably wanted to throw a couple moves and, and may have actually, if I remember, you know, 
may have gotten in front for a, a corner or two maybe but you know Fanati just he he set this pace long, yeah. early he he kept that pace early and and then at the end of the race he'd save just enough in his tires to you know to to right. break Antonelli a little bit and and to go ahead Absolutely. and bring home the win so no yeah. I, I think Romano uh, this like you said I mean he was head and shoulders above the rest of the of the pack yep. this, this weekend yeah he 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 really was he and, and uh and I mean, Antonelli came out of nowhere for me. Like I really, if you'd have, if you'd have bet wanted to bet me that Antonelli was going to finish on the podium, I would have taken that bet and would have lost. It would have been me in the Espargaro flag. <laughs> that wouldn't have been great. <laughs> Definitely no. Yeah, I, I'm same way. I mean, I was happy to see that you know because he's had some bad luck recently, and he really has. And, yeah. You know, I was actually surprised to see. Um, I think I'd missed Q2 uh, for him, for uh, Moto3, but then saw that Gabby Rodrigo started second on the grid when he really wasn't, didn't seem like he was anywhere during uh, uh, you know free practice all weekend. Um, but then as soon as the race started, he was shuffled, uh, you know, shuffled back uh, to uh, sixth yep. on lap two and then was shuffled uh, back to 15th, you know, at all in lap three um, or lap four. So, uh, you know, and, and then finally kind of got it regrouped and then fought back towards the front, but, you know, never got past uh, 15th at the end of the race. Um, yeah, he, so he really that, did. that was a tough race. It was a tough race. I, you know, and, and speaking of, uh, we spoke earlier, we mentioned Izan Guevara, and he just ran an unbelievable race. I, I think this was his best finish. I think fifth was his previous best. I think fourth was his best. And he was so close to getting a podium there. Um, I, I think... I think he'll be in Moto3 again next year, I think is pretty certain now. And I look for him to be a real challenger because we've seen some real flashes from this kid. And we've said many times, if not for Acosta, we're talking about Guevara a lot more. Yeah. Um, and it, Because he is riding brilliantly for that Gas Gas team. And he's alongside Sergio Garcia, who's yep. also riding really well, yep. which has been, I think, a great learning experience for him because I think Garcia – has some experience there and having that in your teammate and maybe they're sharing data, maybe, maybe just sharing some conversations, you know, I think that's been beneficial to him because he has really been pretty consistent all year as a, as a, as a writer. He's had some bad races. They always do, but right. you know, I think, I think he's moving in the right direction for sure. So, you know, good on him. Um, he beat Suzuki. He beat Masia. He beat Bender. Those are big names in that class. And that was a big deal. Um, I mean, you got anything to add about Izan? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you said what you said about you know Sergio Garcia sharing the uh, garage with him because I, you know, I was gonna say you know what better reference does he have to learn as a rookie than have someone who's fighting for a championship right beside him? So, um, you know, he sees what Sergio's doing. Uh, I think he's taking some pages out of that book. He's learning a lot from that side. You know, he did have some some rough races at the beginning of the season. I think that he was caught up in Qatar uh, with a couple of ambitious moves, um, but. But we don't see, I haven't seen that again, you know, and, and so it seems like he is picking things up very quickly, um, you know, and, uh, could definitely be a cha championship, championship contender next year. You know, I, I agree with you. I, I think he's really got a shot to do that. He's, he's going to have to have a good team behind him, and hopefully he will. Uh, I think he's going to stay put. And, hey, we might see a gas gas win team winning the world championship. That would be, that would be phenomenal. I would love it. Um, but let's talk about Tatsuki Suzuki, who didn't have the pace to run on the podium, 
but he brought it home in fifth. And earlier this year, we were talking about Suzuki not finishing races. So, so really a solid performance from Suzuki. Um, I'm sure he wanted to do better, but I, I just don't know if that team and Suzuki are on the same level as the consistently top guys like Acosta and, and, and now Fanati. I, I don't know if he's there every week right now. No, I agree. Uh, and and coming into this season, you know, I, I did really, really expect more from uh, from Suzuki. Um, I he, that's because was, he could be. We, yeah, we know yeah. he could be. His talent is there. We've seen the speed. We've seen all of it. It's just sometimes it just it's racing, and you don't know why, but it just doesn't work out. Yeah, and and I think that there was some news for it with that team coming out. I think that he's actually switching teams uh, next year. Um, yep, and I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what team he was going to, uh, but um, I do think that you know he's not going to be on that uh, 658 Squadron Corsa team anymore next year. Um, That's really surprising to me, actually. I, I thought they had a great relationship, but maybe they just wanted to move on and go somewhere else. Um, you know, who knows? I, I, it, again, behind the scenes stuff, right? I, I did see that, and I thought that's interesting, surprising. Uh, but in the end, that's what it is. It's the business, right? And you got to move on. Maybe, maybe some of his sponsors weren't uh, coming through, or maybe they didn't want him anymore. I don't know. Right. It's unfortunate. Right. He'll be back. Definitely. So we're, we're yeah. Are you finished with Suzuki? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's good. I was like I said, I was still looking forward trying to find if I could uh, see what team he was actually switching to and add oh, okay. that in. Well, yep. Yeah, um, I don't know. But I do know that behind him was Gemma Masia. And Gemma Masia, a little bit the same thing. I, I think he has to be a little disappointed that he finished in sixth. But at the same time, Gemma Masia needs as many finishes as he can get. And he needs to run smart, level-headed races. And I think he did that this week. I don't think he had the pace. I think he knew that. So I think he got the best that he could get. And I... I, I I think all of them should be trying to win, of course. But if you cannot win, you kind of know when you're on the grid. And if you know, then pulling a sixth place in and getting 10 world championship points for your team is the right thing to do. No, I agree. Completely agree. Uh, and that was a more mature ride than we've seen from Massey this year. Um, and, and we don't know how having Pedro Costa run in front of him affects him mentally. You know, I mean, he's seen it all year long, but this time right, he was right. the that running, that leading KTM. So um, it just seemed much more level-headed this weekend. So hopefully this can be kind of a corner or a turn that, that Jamie Massey is going to make that he can stay more calm and, and kind of stay more disciplined throughout the race uh, when he knows that he doesn't have that, that podium position uh, right, pace about right. him. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, sometimes you just take what you can get. You're you're not on your best day. Don't go out there and do something silly and and sling it down the road and, you know, and cause yeah. more work for your team. Get some points. I'm sure that, you know, it's a positive to finish the race. It's a positive finish in the top six. And, and, and you beat some good riders. I mean, you beat Bender. You beat your teammate who's been phenomenal all year, you beat a Yuma Society, you were the best Red Bull finisher. So, you know, maybe their bike just didn't have it this week. Uh, behind Masia was Darren Bender, and Darren Bender is such an, uh, 
he's like a in he's like an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Like I don't understand how this guy can be blazing fast for six weeks and then kind of just disappear. That's got to be mental focus. I, I don't know what it is because the talent's there. What do you think? I, to be honest with you, I, I don't know if that, che- that team is completely jiving right now. Um, I, I just don't know if they're putting the best bike underneath of them, you know, for whatever reason. But we know the Bender's fast. Um, now, the only other caveat to that could be that, you know, Darren Bender rode a... Um, this is Darren Bender's first year with Patronus, correct? On a Honda? Uh, that's correct, yes. So he was on know, that green, that other one last year. Yes, the uh, the KTM, the CIP, right? That's correct. Um, so green power, yeah. Now at this point, you know we're we're over halfway into the season. Darren Bender should know what the Honda needs um, to be able to 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 be ridden fast because we've seen Darren Bender. Right. He was you know on the podium at Qatar, um, and that's really where I kind of had a lot of uh, faith and hope this year that Darren Bender was going to be a championship contender. Um, but we've just not seen it materialize as the season has gone on. Now, right. you know, Darren's got, there was some stuff that's going on off track this weekend um, and, and some talk in the last few weeks about Darren Bender probably te- possibly going straight from Moto3 into Moto GP, which... Nope. <laughs> not happening. Well, right. That was the talk, though, you know. So oh, I know. That, that right, was what was right. going on. So, um, you know, with with all that stuff kind of being talked about, you know, does it affect that mental focus like you're talking about? Of you know, course does, it does. does that start to get to. into these guys' heads whenever they – so they can't focus on, uh, you know, throughout the race weekend, things like that. But, but no, I don't think Darren Bender's really – become the rider that we I was hoping to see this year yeah um just because I am a huge Darren Bender fan you know I mean right. uh, but uh you want to see him successful but it just hasn't it hasn't really panned out quite as uh quite as much as we wanted to but you know right. in eighth place behind Darren was Dennis and Chu this was another finish for Dennis um he was seven and a half seconds behind or eight seconds behind uh, excuse me seven seconds behind Darren Bender um to me, if I see Dennis on Chu finishing in top ten, um, I, I'm happy because that means that Dennis on Chu stayed disciplined moving, that entire race, and he's in he's the moving top 10. in the right direction. Yeah, he's I finishing think, yeah, races. That's a huge thing is to finish races for him, considering how Agreed. the first of the year started. Agreed, so, sir. so I'm super happy with with an eighth place for Dennis on Chu. Um, yeah. You know, and it was it looked like it was a, a tough fight between him and uh, Ricardo Rossi as well. You know, R- R- and Carlos Tatai. I exactly the, yeah. those three guys. You know, Rossi finishing ninth, Tatai finishing in tenth, uh, one place ahead of uh, Pedro Acosta. That was a brawl. <laughs> that was a brawl the entire race. So good on all those guys for racing hard, mm-hmm. keeping it clean, keeping it on the pavement, and finishing the race because it would have been really easy in that group that was fighting to throw it away because they were going after it hard. It made for good watching, but I can guarantee you those boys earned every bit of their ride that day because they they had to work for it. Uh, real quick, Suzuki will be at Leopard next year. Okay. He's replacing Dennis Fascia. Um, but I, so I, I think for me, I, you know, I want to get to, we, we mentioned Carlos Tatai and Ricardo Rossi because it was really good rides for both of those guys. But I think for Pedro Acosta, I, I think this was a good race, not good race in terms of his finish or his, but his performance, but in terms of experience. Because I think he just learned that when you get thrown in the back to the meat grinder, it's a bad place to be. And you do not want 
uh, four hungry guys <laughs> yeah. chomping at your heels With that do not care. Yeah, that you're, yeah. right. They don't care about your world championship. Oh, you're 100 points ahead of me? Well, take this, T-bone. I'm going to girl off you. You know, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think anybody cares back there. So he's got to re- remain. And he did... He did well. I mean, he finished ahead of his nearest championship rival, so he picked up five points on him, but on Garcia. But it, what what he didn't do was uh, qualify well, and he didn't uh, get to the front fast enough to go with the other group. Because I don't, I, Moto three is one of those things. I think if you can get gone with the first group, then maybe you can stay with them. Well, I, I I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what you. It depends on the track, I guess. But even at the track, you know, we saw what he did at, at Qatar. You know, kids started from pit lane and won the race. So you know, right. I, so I maybe think, he just didn't have the outright. Yeah, I don't think he had it this weekend. weekend. And, and you know, not to Red take Bull anything away it. from no, not at all, and not to take anything away from from Fanati, but that Stereo got a Max Racing team and Fanati, they had something extra yeah. this weekend, and they they yeah. put it on show and and. They brought it home, mm. so yeah, um, they 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 showed Pit Byra and Akiyo. They're like, <laughs> hey, don't sleep on over here, buddy, because we'll run this husky husky motor right up to the front. I love it. So, I mean, but Moto Three was a great race. I, you know, I did notice a lot of guys running the wheel covers this week, though, and I wondered if that was due to the temperature, because I, I'm wondering if it helps hold heat. Or if it's simply an aerodynamic thing, what do you think? You know, I really don't know. Um, I, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of difference in lap times between the wheel cover and not wheel cover at uh, the Red Bull ring. And, you know, the Red Bull ring is one of the faster tracks that these guys go to. So, sure. uh, you know, I, I figured that if there was something there, we would have seen a larger uh, time delta uh, yeah, between yeah. using it and not using it. But I didn't I didn't see that. But, um uh, who knows? You know, it makes it look like Tron bikes whenever they're running around. So if they make them look cool, then we'll just keep <laughs> them on there. Well, if they just put some LEDs on them <laughs> and uh, yeah. and maybe some uh, some speakers, that would be cool. I mean, in Charleston, it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's move on to uh, Moto2, unless you've got something else for Moto3. It was a good race, but I think we've covered it. Yeah, yeah, let's jump right into uh, to Moto2 and and we'll get rolling there.